The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. ESPN on the call for that one. PJ Glasser, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Wrapping up hour number one, and then we're going to move over to stadium for hour number two. Be with you guys on stadium from 4 to 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Continuing with Lockatology, we're wrapping up our conversation with DGen Corner. And, uh, Ken, I mean, we were talking off air, like, the the seeds, I mean, the teams in this region are just so yeah. fascinating. So, again, for people just tuning in, the listening audience, if you're not watching on Twitch or YouTube, uh, Purdue, the number one seed in this region, would get the winner of Merrimack or Eastern Kentucky in Locketology. Then Florida Atlantic and Texas in a pick would be the 8-9. Wisconsin over Grand, uh, Grand Canyon in the 5-12. Auburn and Sanford in a really fun game in state in Alabama, 413. Kentucky would be the six against Butler, the 11. Iowa State, who's a team that a lot of people are kind of liking right now. They're the three seed against Louisiana Tech, the 14. Utah State, Mississippi State, the 710. And then Marquette, once again, a two seed, uh, 16 point favorites over high points. So, Ken, your thoughts, uh, again, your closing thoughts on Kentucky and then. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Iowa State and Marquette, too. Sure. Iowa State, like I said, it feels like a lot of people kind of want to bet Iowa State. They're kind of the team that a lot of people are gravitating towards. Maybe that surprise team who could make a Final Four run. And then Marquette, um, I mean, really outside of that Final Four run, the Chaka Smart had with VCU, he he really is a good guy to fade in the tournament. Yeah, so people want to, I think correctly, like you give Chaka Smart a lot of credit for the VCU run. Like I, I'm a Richmond alum. That was a year where both teams made the tournament and they actually had the chance to play in the regional final, which was crazy. Like it would have been 
I would have said it would have been awesome in the state of Virginia. Not enough people care for it to have been awesome, but it would have been really, as someone who went to one of the schools um, and then Kansas absolutely bulldozed Richmond in the Sweet 16 and then VCU won and then beat them to uh, to reach the Final Four. Of course, you give Shaka Smart a ton of credit for that. That was That's one of the great tournament runs that any high seed has ever had, any double-digit mm-hmm. seeds ever had. And then, but like, if I do that, I also then can't ignore every single thing that happened at Texas and last year against Michigan State in the second round when he was the coach of Marquette. So it's like, all right, like great run. Also, consistently, are you getting a lot in the tournament from this guy? Have you gotten a lot from him since the magical run? You've gotten zero, basically, over that period of time. And uh, and so I, I think, you know, him as a two seed is kind of interesting for that reason. Also, you have a region with like Matt, Matt Painter, <laughs> uh, Shaka Smart, Bruce Pearl, and Calipari in the same region. I mean, it's just like we were talking off air and you just go, I mean, you could talk yourself into some crazy stuff here when you get these mixtures of teams. I mean, this is exactly the same kind of region that produced Florida Atlantic making the final four last year. Purdue had to lose to Fairley Dickinson for that to happen. I actually think Marquette was the two in that region. They lost to Michigan State. I'm actually positive that that happened. K-State was the three. They played Michigan State. Uh, and then FAU obviously gets the cakewalk second round game because of the 116 upset. But like it took the 116 upset for them to really catch fire from like a, a probability standpoint and make it. So you need those upsets. God, I think wasn't Kentucky in that region too? Weren't they the six? They were. And then Duke, Tennessee, yeah. you had Rick Barnes. Duke, Tennessee was the four or five in that region too. Yeah. I just, so I remember like it, you need a certain setup, like a certain cocktail to get the crazy final four team a lot, a lot of times, it's usually not that they beat every good team. It's because they got a lot of help and man, this is a region that seems like it could give you a lot of help in terms of you. If you like, I, we were talking off air, I go, why couldn't Florida Atlantic win this region again? Like what, who scares you here? Purdue would be the scariest game, the second round game. And then after that, like Wisconsin, Auburn, and eh, like Marquette, Marquette's never even to make it to that game probably. So we're going to play Iowa state. Who's really good. Um, but just, you know, Florida Atlantic's at least got a puncher's chance in that game, probably better. Um, that my last thought on Kentucky, who's the sixth in this region, would just be because they're in the news, obviously, because they beat Auburn on Saturday. They were a huge dog in the game, played probably their best game of the season, have a ton of unrealized potential because of the talent and recruiting on the team. Just what I would just, again, emphasize here, because we just didn't have a lot of time in the last break, a dynamic in the NCAA tournament that is extremely consistent with very limited exceptions is essentially if you cut the season into two parts and you rate teams up to February 15th, I basically, I pick a data point that's like always going to be at least one month until selection Sunday. And so you measure teams up to February 15th, and then you essentially measure them in the the season's final month. The team that's like not great until February 15th and then gets really good for the final month of the season. And, and this is when we're all watching, right? This is when we're all like, oh, look at look at that team. Like, here they come. Got a better, like the hot team down the stretch. I think people think it works like baseball, where if you're like the hot team going into the postseason, you just, like that carries you to win the title. It's actually the exact opposite. And this is measurable. And like, you don't want to be the, like, well, it's not you don't want to be the hot team. You don't want to bet on the hot team uh, in the tournament. Last year, there were two teams that fit this description. They were Duke and Kentucky. Neither of them made the second weekend of the tournament. Neither of them. And these were drawing a lot of interest from people because they had played really well down the stretch of the season. Uh, a couple of years ago, Iowa was a team that fit this description with Keegan mm-hmm. Murray. PJ remembered that immediately off the air. I remember that because they played my alma mater, Richmond, in a 5-12, and they got a horrific non-foul call against Murray, and they ended up upsetting Iowa, and they eliminated from the jump 
I was a huge favorite in that game. They had played great down the stretch of the season. Uh, Jake's Illini fit this description. I was just they say. went on a huge run and won the Big Ten tournament. They lost to Loyola Chicago in a second round game. This happens all the time. And the best part, the fun part, is it's only February 20th. We don't know who the team is that everyone's going to get talked into. We don't know who it's going to be. But, man, you could not start a final month with a more surprising, like, talk people into liking you influential result than, like, your opponent hosts college game day. They're awesome. You go to their place and you win as, like, an eight, eight and a half point underdog. It would not surprise me if Kentucky became that team. Like, I think they played it about the, I think Torvik had them 25th going into February 15th. Let's say they're 10th, 5th, like a top three team in the final, which is totally possible because they're really good. Uh, Monster red flag, hard fade. It just never plays out the way you think it's going to. This is not baseball. It just doesn't play out the way you think it's going to play out. I don't really have a lot of other compelling thoughts on this region, but I would just emphasize it. Like, and maybe Kentucky is just not that good, and they lose a couple games, in which case this whole point of analysis falls apart. But if they do take the Auburn momentum and really carry it, then I think, uh, I think that would be a really good betting opportunity, and it would be to bet somebody else. Yeah, I, I think it's well said. Uh, my overall takeaways from this region is – if Matt Painter and Purdue can't get it done, I mean, if this is their region, like, I, I mean, you know, this is as good an opportunity. Like you said, Chaka Smart, Calipari, Bruce Pearl, Greg Gard, your toughest game probably is going to be that FAU game. And Ken, I don't even know if they would play FAU because they're probably going to be close yeah. to a pick them in that game against Texas. You know, everybody's going to bet FAU and it's the tournament one off shooting night and you could go home. So yeah, this would be a fun region. Certainly, the lower seeds really would intrigue me. I think Grand Canyon and Sanford are two of the the higher seeds, the 12 and 13s, that I'm really excited about. Uh, would make it really fun. That is D-Gen Corner. We move on now to Moron Island. Ken, I love these oh, names. Love Moron Island. Where, yeah, love Moron Island, where Houston is the number one seed going up against Quinnipiac, and then the 8-9 game that I just, oh, man. I don't know if this is the FAU Memphis game from last year. There's another good eight nine game, but this one stood out to me. The Gators and uh, the Lobos minus one. Florida is favored in that matchup, and then the winner likely getting Houston. So, can we start at DJ and Corner talking about Purdue? You talked about Houston at the start, how they have kind of been like one of the better regular season teams of the decade. Only one Final Four appearance to show for it. My take about Houston that I've been given on the network is it just feels like the same Houston team to me. All the I metrics agree. love them. All the metrics love them. All the metrics tell you that they're the team to beat, that they should win the national championship. But, Ken, when they get into a game like they did with Miami last year where their defense can't stop the other team, are they going to be able to win a game in the 80s? Are they going to be able to win in the game in the 90s? I just haven't been able to see anything this year that – definitively can tell me like yes they can win a shootout like that so the number one seed i think they'll survive quinnipiac um and then again that eight nine matchup can like you talk about teams that can score teams that could give them some issue new mexico i think is going to be the team that a lot of people are going to compare to fau this year if they are on that eight nine line a team with a ton of talent like the job that Richard Patino has done, has been really good. 
It's brought in, you know, obviously he's recruited some of these guys like Mashburn and House have been there, but then he brought over Nelly Jr. Joseph from Iona. Jamal Dent's really good. JT Toppin is a freshman who's excellent. Like, they're, I mean, they got dudes and they can really play. Ken Palm really likes them. So New Mexico is a dangerous team. With that being said, Florida interests me a lot as well. This is Todd Golden's second year in Gainesville. He went into the transfer portal this season and got a lot of guys from the portal. One of those guys being uh, former MAC player of the year, Walter Clayton Jr. from Iona. He got Zion Pullen, who's a four year player from UC Riverside. Um, you know, he got a transfer from Seton Hall, Tyree Samuel. So Florida kind of brought in like all these transfers and it's taken them a little bit to get going, but their ceiling's really high and they can score with, uh, with just about anybody in the country. So, uh, like if you're a Houston fan, I think this is a bad eight, nine matchup, not saying they would lose, but these are, I think these teams can, like they would have the DNA of a team that could upset a Houston. Yeah, my and my expectation, just like now kind of getting into this, I think Florida is going to be way off this line by the time we get to the tournament. I think they're probably going to be better in terms of how they're mm-hmm. rated. That would just be my guess. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but just like they're almost like I, they're, they feel like they're going to be too good eventually to be in an eight nine game. Uh, I'll start Houston here just really briefly, and I'll just say uh, I agree with you. I think there's this Houston team has a lot of the traits of the previous Houston teams. Uh, they don't really have anything that makes them look particularly different. Uh, you think about like when Virginia and Tony Bennett finally won, uh, what did they have? Well, they had a lottery NBA player joining a group of players that returned. They had DeAndre Hunter combined with like a really strong returning cast. And that like almost talent boost made them look a little bit different and a little bit better and a little bit better in close games uh, than they were previously. And I don't really see anything like that when I watch Houston. I see last year's team minus Sasser and everybody's older and walkers in the nba and i see like it's they're really good they're again they're gonna be like purdue they're gonna look like a winner and later in the show i can kind of tell you why i don't think they're gonna win yeah no i agree with you hour one in the books you better you bet presented by BetMGM. hour number two on the way next will be over on stadium pj glasser ken barkley my 13 year old acts like a puppy again almost overnight she's a different dog perfect poops When people switch their dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can seem like magic. But there's no magic involved. It's simply real meat and vegetables with all the nutrients dogs need, instead of highly processed pellets. No tricks, just smarter, healthier pet food delivered in packs portioned for your dog. It's amazing what real food can do. Get 50% off your first order at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic50. 